We are back with another episode of the Tide Talk Podcast. Stacy Blackwood here with Jake Thomas. Jake, how you doing, buddy? Doing good, man. Just, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a memorable day, to say the least, you know, as a, as a family fan. Yeah, you know, obviously today is the day that, that Tua announced that he was going to declare for the draft and uh, move on from Alabama and uh, – you know, we're kind of going to dig into that and some of the other guys that are leaving and some of the guys that are staying and and kind of give our outlook on on what we're looking forward to when it, when spring ball comes around here in a couple months. So, uh, you know, with that being said, won't you just take real quick, you know, I know you want to probably say a little thank you to Tua or something like that or, you know, just kind of appreciate and love on him for a minute, you know, all that he's done for Alabama. So uh, I'm going to hand it off to you for a minute and let you – Talk about some Tua. Man, you know, what, what, what more can I say about the kid? I mean, he, he is what, what I envisioned, a, as I call it, an ambassador for, for the program moving forward at the university. I mean, he, he, gives, the, he gives glory to God on everything, and, uh, and, and that, that is awesome. To, to have a, a guy that's very humble and, and, and gives credit to the Lord, man. That that's that's amazing, and I'm going to miss that. But uh, you know what? What an amazing career he had. Uh, I mean, he only uh, in the three years that he was there, um, he only threw eleven t- eleven interceptions and had eighty seven touchdown passes. And I mean, there. I think last year he was thirty forty yards from from having four thousand yards uh, passing. So I mean, yeah. what what he done. Uh, his time at Alabama is is incredible. It, it's it's really amazing to see because you know we growing up, you know we we've we've dealt with the Brody Crows, John Parker Wilsons, Greg McElroy's, uh, Agent McCarrens. All of them were were good good quarterbacks. They they were game managers. So we're used to seeing you know maybe you know twenty twenty touchdowns you know a game. But two of through forty-three touchdown passes, you know, or not a game, yeah. but a year. But I mean, yeah. him having, I mean, he just come in and he changed. We changed the offense to for him, and and he just rolled with it. Of course, he had all them great receivers, but I mean, it took a quarterback slinging that ball to him to 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 have the success that we had. And and the the one thing that that I'm going to hate the most is with all of that with Tua with, with all the guys who's leaving. Um, we only got one championship out of that. That kind of stings because that, I mean that was a special group, and and that's the only downfall in the whole the whole ordeal. But but what Tua did as as a leader of Alabama football quarterback man was just absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's hard to to kind of add on to what you've said, but I, and, and Saban said it today. It's you know everybody loves Tua, not be, not only because he's a great football player but because of the person that he is and and the spirit that he has and and you can tell that he's just he's just one of those guys that he's uh he just lifts your spirit up you know when when you're feeling down if you were around him you could tell that he just had a way of of, of moving people and and uh, uh making people feel optimistic about things and and you know he's he's a guy that's had a lot of adversity at Alabama you know he he hurt his ankle last year against Georgia and then obviously this year against Tennessee and then the big injury with the hip against Mississippi State and uh it's just it's unfortunate you know I I really believe that this season if 
if Dylan Moses doesn't get hurt and if, if Tua doesn't get hurt, that it's it's another national championship for Alabama. So Great. it's uh it's just one of those things, you know, it's it it's hard if it's hard to believe that it's over <laughs> with Tua. Yeah. I mean he was just a just a spectacular player. Uh you know, I've run out of adjectives adjectives to describe him. It's just uh it was a lot of fun to watch him. Uh, like you said, he he's a, he, he'll be a great ambassador for the program, for the university, and uh, you know I'm sure he'll he'll still be around and, and in the spotlight even after he's he's uh, left left Alabama and, and moved on to the NFL. And uh, I imagine since he's leaving, he's probably going to be picked in the first round. So I doubt that he would have left uh, if if he's not going to be a first round pick. So uh, yeah, I'm kind of hoping that. You know, he, he kind of falls to a team that's, that's you know, not a bottom feeder, but uh, somebody that's kind of middle of the road, you know, that can, you know, maybe he can play, you know, the last half of the season or so. And, and uh, you know, their, their team is not just crap. You know, like yeah. I, feel, I feel bad for Burrow. He's going to – Burrow's a good quarterback. He's going to go play for the Bengals. Boy, yeah. That's, I mean, that's that, that would suck. So – yeah. Uh, yeah. Be interesting to see where he falls out in the draft. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what they said when he can. He'll be able to start. Uh, you know, working out for teams if he if he'll even be able to before the draft in in May. So that is something to watch. Uh, obviously, we'll be following him in the NFL as he as he moves on there, along with the other guys that that are leaving early, like like Rugs and and Judy yep. and. Uh, see, Wills, uh, McKinney. Yep. I'm trying to think of all the guys that are leaving early. That that seems, you know, that's 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 most of the big names. So, you know, we look forward to watching them in the NFL, and we appreciate all they've done for Alabama. But I do want to touch on something real quick that you said that you know it's, you said it's just a kind of a shame that you know, this this group of guys only got one championship. And it really is, and and a lot of it's because of bad luck with injuries and, and yep. stuff like that. But you know that is football. But you're yep. you're talking about the most gifted collection of offensive talent that Alabama's ever seen. I mean, you're yep. talking about a program that has the rich, rich, one of the richest traditions in all of college football. The last three years, we have had the most collection of offensive talent, and maybe of anybody ever in college football. Mm-hmm. And, and and we only got one championship, so it's it it is a little, I don't know if frustrating is the right word, but it's just you know it just kind of sucks that that one is all we got. I guess we ought to be happy with one. It's so hard to win a championship. Everything's got, everything's got to fall into place. You got to be lucky on the injury front, and you know I, even old Lou Holtz. You know I don't know if you saw this, Jake, but he he was asked walking down the streets of the day about about the college football this season. And he says, I, I have no doubt that Alabama was the best team in this country. He said they just had bad injury luck. So yeah, I didn't say um, that. Uh, it's just, uh, but it is one of those things. But mm-hmm. uh, but now it, it's it's obviously time to move on. Uh, yeah. Them guys have decided to move on to the draft. It's kind of time to focus on the guys that we do have coming back. And uh, honestly, this season or you know this upcoming season is is going to be more about. Uh, you know who's who's replacing Tua, and and how's our defense going to look? So, uh, I'm really looking forward to spring practice and and kind of seeing what happens. We got a lot of guys enrolling early, 
Uh, one of those guys is Bryce Young. He's obviously the, the number one quarterback in the country. Uh, he won MVP of the U.S. Army All-American game. He was lights out all week there. He showed uh, out. He did. He showed out. So that is something to watch out for. Obviously, Mac Jones did a great job filling in for two at the end of the season after he got hurt. So uh, the uh, the and, and I mean I guess we don't need to forget about you know little Tua. So yeah, uh, there's there's definitely going to be a competition. Saban's not going to just hand it to Mac. I don't think. Now, now I think Saban will give Mac the benefit of the doubt. If it's close, he's going to go with Mac. But yeah. if it's not close, uh, he's going to go with the guy that's 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 best. So, uh, you know that that's something to watch out for. Uh, you know what what. What are you most looking forward to about spring practice other than, than the obvious at quarterback? Yeah, you know, like, like you mentioned, the, the quarterback competition. Uh, one big thing I'm, I'm looking forward to is is seeing Trey Sanders on the field. I mean, he come in really hyped, and, of course, talking about injuries, he, he got here with Andrew Buck. And, um, you know, with, it looks like we don't know about Najee yet. Uh, there's been rumors that, that, uh, that he's going to go, but – uh, he still could come back, but but really, uh, running back wise, we're gonna have Brian Robinson, um, the the other Robinson boy. Um, I can only yeah, uh, and then uh, Trey Sanders. So I mean, we're, we're still gonna be loaded there. We're gonna be loaded wide receiver. Yeah, we're get, we're losing two great wide receivers, but we get we get Smitty back. And we're yeah, still and I, I, hate, I hate to interrupt you, but I, I'll be honest with you: getting one of the three back is huge. Yes. I think that's really all, all we needed is to get one of the three back, uh, you know, with guys like John Mechie and Tyrell Shavers, uh, Slade Bolden, and, and, and a couple of the true freshmen that we got coming in. I think receivers are going to be fine. So getting yeah. getting Smitty back is big. So, uh, I mean, I told my dad yesterday, as long as I, I was going to be happy, I was happy we get Dylan back, and I'd be happy if we got one of the three receivers back. And, and that's what we got back, so – uh, that that was big, and I'm glad Smitty chose to to come back to Alabama for a senior year. Yeah, I agree with that. And and on defensive side, um, just see how how um, hopefully the the all the defensive line can can stay healthy. You know, LeBron Ray went out early in the year. Uh, DJ Dell, I think, got hurt um, later on in the year, so he was out. Um, but who's going to take over for Raekwon? Uh, there's a lot of good good guys coming in. There's a lot there already that's good that could that could step in and fill that role. Um, my biggest thing is to watch moving forward into to the season is is on the defense if we can stop the run. We kind of struggled on that last year. Um, guys just rushed right up the middle and got six seven yards. And another thing is uh, with all the talent we got coming in at linebacker, where where's this leave Shane Lee? So. Um, you know, will they beef him up and move him to the defensive line or, or what's going to happen to him? Because, you know, he, he showed flashes uh, of, be, of being a great, a great, you know, uh, competitor and a great um, player. And in uh, Christian Harris, of course, I think he's going to take the next step next, next year as well. As far as Shane Lee's concerned, Shane Lee is a good football player and he's going to be a good football player. But he doesn't have the speed to play linebacker yeah. uh, in 2020. I mean, in this in this era of college football, he does not have the speed to play that position. That's nothing against him because other than that, he is a really talented guy. Yeah. But uh, he, he just – I mean, 
him and him and Christian Harris are, are good to compare in this way. Uh, both of them are good football players. Both of them were not sure of their assignments a lot of the time because of their youth and inexperience. But yeah. Christian Harris could cover up his a lot of his miscues because of his speed. Yeah, I mean he 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 could realize oh I'm in the wrong spot and get to where he needs to be and cover it up. Uh, there's no telling how many times you saw Shane Lee trailing somebody. You know, I mean, I, I'm not making fun of the guy, but I mean, he looked like he was running in place compared to some of the guys. So, uh, I, I don't know what they're going to do with Shane Lee. Obviously, Dylan Moses is coming back, so he there's one starter. Uh, McMillan's mm-hmm. coming back; he's probably going to have a chance to start. Christian Harris is going to see the field a lot. Uh, Demoy Kennedy, he's going to be hard to keep off the field. So. Uh, like you said, I'm not sure where Shane Lee fits next season. Uh, so that is something to watch out for as we head into spring ball. Um, and uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to. Uh, it's I'm. You know, we we really didn't uh, haven't had a podcast since the uh, the game last week either. But uh, I know uh, I was going to ask you this, um, and maybe you you know something, um, but. Um, you know, we've seen Mike Benier, uh, a kick. I know he was a, he was a senior. He was doing all the punting duties. But is there there's something wrong with with uh, Ty, or or is he? Or we just were going redshirt because I've seen that as well that he got a redshirt. Yeah, what I heard was that uh, uh, we wanted to play the uh, the, the walk on. Well, the, both of them are walk ons, but the senior because mm-hmm. it was his last game, and it would also preserve P Ryan's redshirt. And, he, and P and P Ryan will be put on scholarship. That's what that's what I've been told. That's awesome. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know uh, what uh, if that's true, but that's what I've been told. So, and if that's the case, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. but uh, something else that that popped up last week, but I can't remember what it is. But anyway, yeah, yeah that's that's what I heard about that was that uh, that. Uh, P. Ryan was going to be put on scholarship, and his red shirt was preserved by uh, by playing the uh, Mike. Was it Bernier? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what I've heard on that. And uh, going back to what we were talking about with the, you know, what's going on in spring ball, or what's going to come up in spring ball. Uh, you know, you mentioned the running back position. I I was disappointed in the play of, of Brian Robinson this year. I mm-hmm. thought he would have a better year than what he had. Uh, Najee obviously finished the season super strong. Yeah. Uh, I heard that he got a third-round grade. I don't know. I, I don't see him coming back. Uh, we got a, we're going to have a lot of talent back there. You know, you called last year that Trey Sanders would have a 1,000 yards rushing, and he might have if, if he hadn't got hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's going to be a stud. We got three good signees, uh, you know, that will be true freshmen this year along with, with guys like Jerome Ford and Keelan Robinson that are already on campus. So uh, there's there's going to be like six backs that, that are, you know, talented. So a uh, running back position is going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, the offensive line, that's, that's something else that we need to talk about. Uh, it looks like we're just going to lose wheels. So uh, I imagine that, that we'll probably slide Evan Neal to right tackle. Mm-hmm. And I imagine our starting offensive line. I mean, this is obviously it's early, but you know, starting offensive line from left to right is going to be Leatherwood, 
I think Emil Echior will take over at left guard. Uh, Landon Dickerson at center. Right guard, of course, is going to be Cornbread, Deontay Brown. And then and then right tackle is going to be Evan Neal. You know, I don't have any I, – I, that's just kind of my gut feeling as of right now. Right. The, the, but the truth is it's still the same, even with wheels going. Uh, we're going to have eight to ten guys that can play up front. And, and we may do some shuffling like we did at the beginning of this season, but you saw how good our offensive line was uh, at yep. the end of the year. And oh, yeah. I, I expect the same next season. So that's that's really good. Having Leatherwood come back is big. I'm glad he, he. I think he made the right decision because I think with another good year he can be, uh, you know, one of the first offensive tackles taken in next year's draft and, and improve his stock. So uh, I think he done the right thing, and uh, it also helps uh, you know sure up our offensive line heading into 2020. Uh, yeah. And on the defensive side. Uh, you know, we, we talked about, uh, you know, the linebacker core with, with Dylan Moses and Joshua Millen coming back and, you know, what that means for guys like Christian Harris and Shane Lee and, and all those. And, you know, that, that is something to watch out for. Uh, I'm anxious to see about, you know, some of the freshmen that are coming in for edge rushers. We really need we really need some edge rushers. We had Terrell Lewis and Anthony Jeans last year, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, and, and, of course, Lewis, he, he, he's, he, he's battled injury his career and, he, he skipped the uh, the last game and decided to he was going to work on his NFL draft stock and see what he could do there. So we wish him the best. And obviously, Anthony Jennings, he's one of those guys. Seemed like he's been there forever, and uh, you know he was always the same. He always produced. He wasn't flashy. He wasn't just you know didn't have superior athletic ability, but he just knew how to play football. And he always you know showed up in in some crunch times. So we're going to miss a guy like him and. He was a lot yep. of fun to watch, and you know, another guy that that played in the uh, in the Citrus Bowl uh, was was Josh Job, and he played fantastic. Yeah, I'm ready to see that kid play full time, man. You know, he, you know, we we talked about him heading into yep. the season because of the way he performed, you know, last year in the championship game against Clemson, and yep. then uh, how he performed in spring. So it was really surprising. I know we got hurt early in the season, but. And I've heard that he was kind of in the doghouse a little bit during the season, but uh, the talent is there. Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, I, I'm not really feeling too down about our corners. Uh, it'd be inter- interesting to see how we replace Xavier McKinney because he could play everywhere and he did a great job and we're going to miss him. Yes. But uh, so that is something to watch on the on the defensive side of the ball. Um. I'm also looking forward to see how uh, Jordan Battle progresses. Uh, he he's another another one uh, freshman that uh, that produced like show show promise. So um, I think uh, him being the full time starter next year, we'll see what he can do. Yeah, uh, he's he's obviously a talented guy because he played a lot this season as a true freshman. And, uh, yeah. I'm with you. I, I think he's he's a guy that can that can eventually be an All American type player. Yeah, we've talked about him before on the podcast. Uh, he's he just seems like he's one of those guys that that's going to make some plays, you know, in this time at Alabama. I, I, before we move on, man, I wanted to uh, to do do kind of like a shout out um, to our our guests, it's our uh, our train our training department or whatever, because you know we talked about all the injuries, but as we saw today with Tua, he's already. Walking without crutches, 
We saw Dylan Moses and Trey Sanders at Citrus Bowl, and they were both walking without crutches. So them having devastating injuries and them progressing and 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 rehabbing, man, it's 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 amazing what kind of you know, I guess brilliant brilliancy in minds, doctors, whatever it is down there that's that's pushing these guys to to get healthy and and hopefully this coming up year to stay healthy. Yeah, we're we're due a healthy season. I mean, it's it's been you know four or five years since we've had a season where you could just kind of look back and say, you know, we we kind of made it through this year without any you know significant injuries. So uh, hopefully we'll get that this year. And you know, like you said, uh, shout out to Jeff Allen and all those guys, all the doctors and and the medical staff and the trainers and uh, you know the nutritionists that 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 are all a part of the program that are kind of working behind the scenes to. Uh, you know, ensure that the players and are, you know, eating the right stuff, uh, doing the right things they're supposed to be doing, the rehab, uh, working out the right way. Of course, shout out to Scott Cochran, who is now following us on Twitter, if y'all did not realize that. So that, that's that's pretty awesome. So oh, uh, shout, yeah. out, <laughs> shout out to Coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, so we appreciate that follow uh Coach Cochran, I don't know if you listen or not, but we do appreciate the follow. Uh, yes. And, uh, you know, it's just like you said, Jake, those, those people do a lot of work behind the scenes that don't get, don't get noticed, and uh, they do a great job. They're obviously very busy, especially this season with all the injuries that we had. Oh, so, yeah, for sure. But I think that's, a, that's enough football talk for right now. Uh, that's going to be the last football talk probably, you know, other than, you know, a few little uh, jabs here and there. Uh, because you know basketball season just started conference play, so we're going to mm. be talking a lot of basketball, baseball, Our and softballs pissing the fire right up. So there's a lot coming up, and we do want to touch on some hoops real quick before we let y'all guys go. Uh, obviously, hard. conference play started in heartbreaking fashion mm. uh, this last Saturday in, in Gainesville. Uh, obviously, I wasn't really expecting to get the win uh, in Gainesville. But to have that big lead, to shoot free throws so poorly and lose that game in double overtime was so heartbreaking. It, I mean, it's just – it's tough. I, I'm so sick of those type of losses uh, in Alabama at Alabama basketball. But I do think those days are coming to an end. Uh, to, to, to quote uh, Coach O from LSU, I think Nate Oates and, – and when it comes to Nate Oates and the Alabama basketball program, we coming. I mean, I, yeah. I think that is plain to see what Nate Oates has done uh, with the roster that he has, with the injuries that he's had to fight through this season, what he's done with this team, and the offensive fire, firepower that they have is, is unbelievable. So, Bama fans, don't give up on Nate Oates and this basketball team right now. Because the best is yet to come. They're fisting. They're they're, they're going to win some games in the SEC. They're going to get some upsets in the SEC. So uh, I don't know if we'll probably won't talk again before the next two games, which is Wednesday and Saturday. But I think we're fisting to get us back to back dubs. So y'all check yeah. out the schedule and, and see what y'all think. But yeah. uh, I, I really believe that this this team is fisting to. They're they're going to turn the corner here here in a few weeks. So. Just look out. This this team's coming. Uh, like I said, it, even with the – we have talented guys on the roster. Don't get me wrong. But the depth is not there because of injuries. 
uh, and JQ not getting his waiver. You know, we, we bring that up every week because it's a freaking joke that he didn't yeah. get his waiver. Yeah. Uh, so that that hurts the team. So, I mean, I, just just give this guy some time. And I know Jay's got some stuff he wants to add on, on the basketball team as well. But if you're bashing the program on Twitter, shut the hell up. Yeah, for real. That's all I got to say. You know, I I was just to mention, I, I've seen people say that, you know, Coach Ose is just a another mediocre coach. No, no, he's not. If you've not seen the improvement that then he's done. Then you don't done, watch freaking basketball and you need to shut the hell up and get off Twitter. Yeah, you're just, as we as we refer to, a fog. And, mm-hmm. I mean, just a, you're just a football on the gump. You you live, breathe, and die out on football, and that's it. And if that's you, that's fine. But do not comment on our basketball team if you're not going to watch, watch and, and study what, what the team has done this year. I mean, we have seen improvement on John Petty. John Petty, to me, he – I mean, it's to everybody. He, he's the most consistent he has been in his whole career. He is uh, – Well, what, he, what has been the knock on John Petty since his time at Alabama? When he's good, he's good. When he's not, he's not. Right. And that's not the case anymore. The dude is the most consistent guy on our team now. He is, and you know, even when he, uh, I'm in, a, I'm in a little uh, group, and uh, they said even when uh, when John Petty is not not scoring the ball well, he's doing everything else. He's mm-hmm. he's passing well. He's rebounding. You know, he, doing doing stuff like that. But but man, when, when he when he gets going, man, he's you know, it's been amazing. And and technically. In the second half of the game Saturday, we was down Alex Reese. Uh, as I don't know if you saw it, but right, Coach, yeah, yeah, uh, he was, you know, he he was throwing up in at halftime, so he didn't he didn't play. Any. So I mean, and, and really, the, the biggest thing Coach O's going to work with is uh, try to get some some inside presence. I think Javion Davis will be that. He just got to grow a little bit and get, you know, we got to quit fouling. You know, two minutes in the game, getting two fouls. You know. That's got to stop. Well, know. I mean, G- Galen Smith, bless his heart, he's been a fouling machine since his time at Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I, I don't fault Javion Davis because he's a freshman. He's not a true freshman, but this is his first year playing in college basketball. Right. It, it takes some adjust- – I mean, Galen Smith's been playing SEC basketball going on four years now. Mm-hmm. He's got to be better than that. Yeah, I agree. But you know, he he actually had a pretty good game. Yeah, uh, when, yeah. when he played, he had seven points, and and there was a couple of uh, of I think he has a couple of second chance uh, baskets for us. Um, but but looking at this roster right now, the only one that I feel like that we might lose will be Lewis. But if he decides to come back with Keon Ambrose coming in next year, and we're getting JQ finally, we're getting Rojas, we're getting Gary. My gosh. I mean, oh, this team yeah, guys. That yeah. I, I don't. I think this year, this year's team is going to be pretty good when it's all said and done. Yeah. But next next year's team, uh, you <laughs> know, barring a significant injury, but you, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't always say that. I mean, but we're right. saying that because we've had that so much both with our basketball and football teams yeah. this last season. So we kind of have to preface everything we say with you know, if nobody gets hurt. Uh, right. But uh, I, the, the program's heading in the right direction. And, yeah. and like Jake said, it, all you fogs who are on Twitter or Facebook bashing the Alabama basketball program, uh, please unfollow us. Don't talk basketball. 
it, like Jake said, if you want to be a football only gump, that is perfectly fine. I don't care. Right. But that that means you have, you know, denied your right to talk about Alabama basketball. And, and what pisses me off is they don't say a freaking word when they mm-hmm. go out and beat teams. But as soon right. as they take a loss, they want to bash them. Yeah, exactly. Like that's going to help our program. Like that's good for for the culture of our program. Right. So it, I, I had to get that off my chest because it really pisses me off. Nate Dotes is the right man for the job. He's going to turn yeah. this program around. He's already started turning this program around. So, uh, I mean, I, like another, I said, we coming. Yeah, an, another another big thing that he's done. Herb Jones, I mean, he's always been a great defensive guy. But his, you know, he's shooting a whole lot better and, and he's driving more. I mean, he had 15 points and nine rebounds in the game of the night, other day. I mean, you, you yeah, know, go, you, go back and look at his stat line the last, I don't know, probably three to five games. Yeah. Uh, and that that's the Herb Jones that we need to see. Yeah. That, that's the, that's, this is the Herb Jones that if he continues to work on that shot, that will play in the NBA because of his length, his athleticism, his defensive mm-hmm. skills. Yes. Uh, and like I said, if that if that jump shot and that shot continues to develop, he will be an NBA player. So, uh, like I said, it just it just takes a little coaching. Yeah, and I don't remember. I can't remember if it was a Richmond game or the one before that, but 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 they they try to go one on one with Herb, and I think he just absolutely blocked it. Went right in the hands of Kyra, and they went down went went right down the uh, lane or right down the court and scored. So I mean. You know, you can't go one-on-one against Herb. He, he's too good defensively. Yeah, so, he's, uh, he's, he's too long and athletic. Yeah. But but we still got Shackelford. We got uh, – actually, I think Bolden's the only one that we're losing. He's a senior, I do believe. Yeah, so, well, I mean, Galen, Galen Smith's a senior too, so. so but, uh, but other than that, everybody coming back with Keon Ambrose, my gosh. Uh, you know, I, I'm excited about this team for the future, but for the presence, presence as, well, as well because – like I agree with you. I think we're going to have a couple of upsets this year. Yeah, I mean, and and people are giving up already. We played one freaking conference game. There's <laughs> right. 17 more conference games to go, plus a game with Kansas State. You know, in, in the big SEC Big 12 Challenge. So, yeah, uh, calm down, relax, enjoy this re- this rebuild that's going to, you know, really take place over the next 17, 18 ball games. Because mm-hmm. you're going to see a different team in March than what you're seeing right now, and it's going to be much better. Definitely. So, yeah, you know, pin pin this podcast or this segment of the podcast to to your Twitter and remember it because it's going to happen. Yeah, I agree. What are you Well, I think we've rambled enough about that, man. <laughs> yeah, we got yeah. all the. Yeah, I feel better after saying all that. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right. If you're not going to watch the basketball program and and you know and and, and give it give it its its due respect when we win, but when we lose and you're going to bash them, don't don't do that crap. Uh, that, no. First of all, it makes you like a freaking idiot. Right. Exactly. And and me and you both love Alabama football as yeah. much as oh my god. But I mean, we're all about Alabama. That means every sport. I I watched a. The girls of the night. I I was hoping they would come back and, and beat South Carolina. I knew it was going to be a tough tough game for them, but they but they fought, and we don't talk about them enough. But they're having a really good year, so I'm excited to see what what the future holds in all sports at Alabama. Absolutely, I couldn't have said it any better. 
Yeah. So I think that is a good place to uh, to end this episode of the Tide Talk podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we let y'all go, make sure y'all follow our Twitter page uh, at Tide Talk underscore pod. Uh, use the hashtag Tide Talk. Uh, you can follow my personal Twitter at, at Blackwood89. And I'm at Jake Thomas Tide. All right, guys. Hey, we appreciate y'all listening and the support. And we'll talk to y'all again, I don't know, probably in a week or so. But until then, roll tide. Roll tide. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.